Hello and welcome to Truck Stop Murder True Crime Podcast. I be Gary Howard. Thank you for tuning in. Hope everybody's doing well. I'm currently in Douglas, Georgia right now, waiting on a load I delivered here. And I'm waiting, so I'm taking the best opportunity, my opportunity to do this. This is one of my Friday episodes. Like I said, I'm going to start doing these Friday episodes where, well, I say Friday. I never know when I'm going to do them. I'll do them when I do them, I guess. With being with my schedule, it's really hard to try to get a, a, a set schedule, which hopefully one day I would love to do this full time to make better material and whatnot. But yeah, if you're a return listener, I always thank you for your support. Must, I'm very grateful for you. Also, if you're a new listener, thank you. And on this, let me tell you about this podcast. What I do is I'm trying to do like a three part series on these per week if I can. Mondays being murderers that was executed after 1976 when they restated the death penalty also on wednesdays is my regular one that's the one will have the the truck stop in it which which usually a resolved murder usually life in prison whatnot and then on fridays i'm gonna try to do this is what my in theory i want to do but it was my study so my schedule don't work i'm gonna do missing and unsolved where today is so now i might i'm gonna go ahead and put a truck stop in this i'm gonna start putting truck stops in all of them i think i could probably do that i'm not going to run out i might cover some twice maybe i don't know or look for small mom and pop truck stops they don't necessarily have to be loves ta or whatnot but this one is a loves so and it's in my home state of texas so we're talking about the loves travel stop in texas the midlothian texas and I've been here, and it is not, people don't like this place at all. It's a 1.8 out of 100, 191 reviews. It has a 1.8 rating, which a lot of truck stops around Dallas. It's right southwest of Dallas, kind of like between Fort Worth and Dallas. You're looking at, go narrow it down in the middle of the two cities. It's right there. As of 13 hours, all this is from Trucker's Path, by the way. As of 13 hours ago, it said lot filled, which, which was last night. It might be opening. It's probably pretty busy because of that distribution center's there. It's really commercial area, so a lot of trucks going in and out. It's on U.S. Highway 287, exit U.S. Highway 67 North, U.S. Business 287. And there you go. This says it has 40 spots. Most loves are the same. So if you see one love, you basically see them all. What changes is maybe the restaurant. They kind of cycle through Wendy's and Arby's. They have five showers, overnight parking, Wi-Fi, scales, basic gloves. If you want to know the actual physical address to it, it's 1501 West Highway 287, Midlothian, Texas, 76065. And people, like I said, they don't like it. There's a lot of negative reviews about it. So if you're traveling through there, and you stopped here and you're hungry what was there to eat well like i said there you have to love truck stop which i love i say this all the time but they are amazing i love their jalapeno they have two hot dogs i think it's like for four bucks and they have a, a new bun that's really good but their jalapeno and cheese mm, I, yeah they're amazing i love them i need to get them every chance i get but you have arby's right there and then in this is a pizza m buffet places you avoid that place unless you just like trash pizza then go ahead and go there but if you want a little bit better which i don't care i, don't, I like little caesars one mile and you feel like traveling a little bit I, I don't think they deliver well i don't know maybe grubhub does 
might bring it to you. As for why would you be going through Dallas? Well, I could go list on and on and on. You could have went to the, my True Crime Podcast Festival that happened August 30th, I believe was. I forgot the date, but up there in Dallas. But there's a lot of stuff to do with Dallas. Go see where Kennedy got shot, museums, all kinds of stuff. See the Dallas Cowboys fail miserable. Don't, did I go there? Oh, they, like I have room to speak. Just look at the Bears record. Brutal. So let's talk about what people think about this place and they are not happy let's start with the one there's not too many i i, I was looking through them i didn't see three is about the top oh there's a five best to try and get here by 1500s a five-star review by the new testament but other than that most are just all bad reviews bad truck stop a lot of trailers without tractors i asked them why she told me that I'm going to read this as it's written. I know I'm not the best of talker as it is. If you listen to my podcast, you would know this. But bad truck stop, a lot trailers without tractor. I asked them why she told me that they have right to parking and the police moving the truck in the fire lane. So don't park in the fire lane. One star review, simple, dirty. Okay. One star review, always amazing to me. The filth you find in this so-called first world country with no rats it is like a picture of a rat that we can see during the day i worked at the hungdong zonggua shipyard in Shanghai, china a few years back and while china's filthy populated place and huge let me see i can't but yeah he goes on and on talking about how nasty a place is compares it to china okay here you go another one star view both the showers and the men's restroom is out of service the only thing is the outhouse behind the store go elsewhere well it's not an outhouse it's kind of like a building a little a trailer I'm, i they're working when i was there but i've seen loves where they use them it's not too bad you can actually go in a building it's not an outhouse like you shit in the ground or anything this is why because they're under construction no showers at the moment out of half of the stock so yeah once they remodel of course they have to fix that how are they supposed to fix the restrooms if you're in there taking the shit? Okay, one more star review. Horrible place and try to park. Don't waste your time. I go on and on. I'm gonna go with go with three more. Ever spent a shower? Ever spent a shower credit and then walked into the shower room and turned right back around to sponge bath in the truck? <laughs> Come here and you'll want to spend 49 minutes in the fueling because a the side tea because a decides he wants to get lunch and eat it then take his 30 okay hate this place two star hate this place but i need a fuel really there's if 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 he waited till he's about to run out of gas i mean diesel he's something where maybe he needs a plan trip i hate when people say this trip plan but this is something you can do there's other loves around that place you could have went and fueled okay one more small parking lot full of drop trailers and bobtail trucks fuel lanes were busy and store was busy two lots of trucks making the home parking we were here at 1400 on monday but yeah i go on and on about how people are bitching about the nastiness of it the remodeling the truck drop trailers as everybody does i'll go one more review three-star review around 5:30 a.m a.m local police were walking waking up drivers to leave the area a bomb threat was called in and then the decent place 
other than that decent place to park a bomb threat okay but yeah as you can see i'm going through these on there's a five star four star but there's too many wait you know i'm gonna leave on a good note you know all this negativity little bit says this place has a small amount of parking but the shower is hot and the water pressure is good if you're able to find parking and need a shower this is a good place to stop that was one year ago so yeah i guess they changed because a year ago i'm looking at all these reviews and they're all positive so maybe they just went down shit hill and maybe shit hawks went flying and circling and dropping their shit everywhere and get leahy park trailer park supervisor to fix this shit up if you know that that's from trailer park boys but all right what are we going to talk about today we're going to talk about it like i said it's unsolved murder but there's a lot of video footage on it, everything like that also this is case also i learned from a, a podcast i listened to called all crime no cattle that's a texas-based podcast they talk about things in texas crimes and murder but basically just they stay in the state of texas where like i travel around the united states but they yeah, check them out i didn't know about this until i heard it on their podcast but yeah the murder of missy beavers is like i said this is right south of there right south of dallas in fort worth texas but let's talk about missy beavers missy beavers was born august 9th 1970 in the city of graham texas the middle child in the family she was born terry leanne strickland but went by the name missy for most of her life missy met her husband brandon beavers and the couple married on june 20th 1998 she went back to school and started working at a teacher as a teacher's assistant it was here where she landed a job working in a special education a perfect job for missy so after missy and brandon welcomed their first child together missy decided to stay at home with her daughters which is amazing which they're still working you know as the children got older she decided to start a career in fitness and become a popular group fitness instructor popular yeah she loved helping other people get them fit and everything so on the evening of april 17 2016 missy beavers was at home she made several facebook post about her 5 a.m camp gladiator boot camp class the following morning this would be her last facebook post ever so of course it was raining that day real bad thunderstorm normally she did it outside beaver yeah outside in the parking lot because there'll be more room but before dawn on april 18 2016 there was a heavy thunderstorm that went through that night in the middle of the the night before of course her murder i told that already beavers informed her students that the fitness class would be held inside as opposed to the typical side of the parking lot beavers was last seen on the surveillance tapes arriving at 4 18 shortly after 5 a.m students entered the class stumbling upon beaver's body beaver was pronounced dead not long after the police arrived so what happened well, what, what happened there's a lot of video which i'll post the videos on my facebook groups on all twitter instagram and all that once i post this update on the my new episode but let's what they find beavers was found with several puncture wounds to the head and chest a police over warrant alleged that these wounds were consistent with tools the suspect was carrying throughout the building so like i said he's just walking around 
earlier. Although police did not confirm whether it was the weapon of the murder, the hammer was found alongside other tools near Beaver's body. Police turned their eyes into the surveillance cameras, although outside cameras were not working the day of the murder as usual. International inter, internal cameras were functioning well. Tapes around 4 a.m. appears to show the suspect of an unknown gender and identified walking in the church hallways and smashing glass with a hammer to break in door. Inter, interestingly, the suspect wore SWAT police outfit and tactical gear from the head to the toe, including a police marked vest, a black helmet, and a black pair of gloves. Weber's was in the midst of transporting her exercise gear from her truck to the church when she met the suspect. Release tapes don't show the suspect's encounter with Beaver, and Middle Othian police was not would not reveal where they have crossed paths. So there's no video of them. There's no two vid- video of them together or when they interacted. They're keeping it all all hush hush. But you can see a lot on the video. So yeah, at first the suspect surely the two investigators like a man. However, police had a change of heart later, stating in a warrant that it appeared the suspect had a feminine gant, G-A-I-T, gait, gant, gait. Investigators shared other potential clues. The suspect appeared to be walked slowly, sometimes steadying himself or herself with the wall and having trouble moving his right leg or foot or leg. In 2001, a forensic Podiatrist, podiatrist, P-O-D-I-A-T-R-I-S. What can I? Podiatrist. Contested. Let me tell. My wife makes so much fun of me because there's. I come across some words and she'll just start busting up laughing. I'll be what? She goes, "You idiot! That's not how you say that." And I said, "Well," and I came arguing. She says it right. That's like, boy, maybe I need to go to school to learn how to read words. And here I'm doing a podcast. Go figure. Alleging that gait is affected by the weight of, they said it can't be. Forensic pathologists have tested it, saying it is because of the weight of the gear and everything like that. That's why, with the slow walk, and it doesn't make gender, it doesn't reveal what type of gender she is. Just it was a lot of heavy weight. And this person was like five three, five seven, so not a big person. Initially, police considered burglary a motive. However, they were unable to find anything miss anything missing implying the suspect did not steal. Bevers left behind v- valuables. Beavers? Well, left behind valuables, among them her purse and an iPad. Sources revealed to WFAA the police now believe Bevers. Beavers, I won't keep saying Bevers because I did a case of the Bever brothers up in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. If you haven't listened to that, go back and check it out. Two crazy boys who wanted to be famous and killed their whole family. But they're the one survive, so two survived because the, the one sister. But I'm not going to go in depth if you want to know more about it. The Bever brothers, Beavers was not only targeted, but the suspect planned to make the crime appear as it was a burglary gone wrong. One of the warrants filed by the police claimed that the suspect posed possessed a smartphone when with which he might have stalked Bever's schedules and recorded her murder. And we don't know. I would like to know that. Not that I want to see the murder, but it seems like if they had that or some kind of evidence, if they knew they had it, they could figure out the IP address. But there's probably a lot there that we don't know about. Additionally, police search warrants allege that Beavers received 
creepy and strange messages from an unknown male on LinkedIn. Police also believe that Beavers might have conversed with her murderer preceding the crime. Law enforcement was able to track down a person of interest who spoke with Beavers over LinkedIn during Beavers' last month, but the person stated that the conversation was ultimately flirty and, and, and just flirty, nothing more than that. As usual, Beavers' relatives were questioning the alibis of Brandon, who is Missy's husband, and Randy, who is Missy's father-in-law, which seemed to have the same kind of limp as the suspect in the video checked out brandon was in mississippi fishing and while randy was in california traveling suspicions was roused when a published search warrant reported randy four days after the murder bringing in to going to the dry cleaner a bloody shirt that he wanted to wash randy later explained the blood as dog blood spilled that was put on by two dogs fighting so he tried to split up a, his dog and another dog fighting and that's where the blood came from the police performed a forensic test on it and the shirt confirmed that it was no animal it was human it was not human blood but it was dog blood so of course after many investigations trying to figure out the tape though there's video of a car that pulled up before where they think the murder happened flashing lights and they think that might be connected to it but they're not for sure but it could have been somebody who was seeing if she was there or not or seeing if they could get in i don't know and then, then there's the video of the suspect pulling in also there's a right now initially a re reward was set for ten thousand dollars before doubling to twenty thousand dollars and raising to fifty thousand so they're they're putting their money where their mouth is and they want to figure out what happened to her there's a reward of one hundred fifty thousand dollars for information potentially helpful in capturing the suspect according to police middle police tips are received about the case on a daily basis as of 2022 a podcast called and i haven't listened to this one but i'll on wikipedia here it mentions their name so i'll mention them as well maybe they're the one who posted this wikipedia page who knows but i'll listen to that actually true crime frauds discussed the case and was first true crime broads i love it i gotta listen to it now that's his name is true crime broads discussed the case and was first launched with the intention of keeping people talking about this case the podcast creators also maintain a billboard advertising the 150,000 reward for any information that could help solve this murder so they are doing what they can to try to solve this they're not just basically what i'm doing is just talking about it but yeah, oak farm dairy is still offering ten thousand dollars reward reward for information linked to the captive of misty's killer too anyone with any information can share tips with the police by texting m-i-d-l and a tip to eight four seven four one one i think that's where you text that to this number eight four seven four one or call on ellis county crime stoppers at nine seven two nine three seven seven two nine seven but there's the case of the murder of missy beavers like i said if you want you know i just went over there's a, a website called cold case murders and it's actually a podcast i believe i've never heard of it i'm going to check that out as well but they're called Forensic Tales. Now, don't get confused with Forensic Files, but it's a Forensic Tales. Go check them out, like I, as I will. And Wikipedia. And also, like I said, All Crime No Cattle covered it on their podcast not too long ago. They do a pretty decent... They do the case and always end with good news. So check them out. Also, I saw on YouTube, Dr. Grande. 
good case on it. Now, his theories on it, let's go with the theories. Like my friend over at Texas 1031 do the questions and theories. And I think he wraps it up on the Dr. Grande's. He thinks that maybe somebody, he don't think it was a burglary gone wrong because the way you look at the video, he's actually looking for something. He's not stealing nothing. So he, he thinks maybe he knew maybe the cameras wasn't working outside that he's been stalking. Plus, you put all the information on Facebook where she's going to be and everything. So somebody has something against them. I don't know. Plus, I think there's like some of it. Well, I'm not going to go anything after that because everything I heard about her marriage with her husband is questionable because there's a lot of different things. So I thought it would be best not to say nothing. But, yeah, somebody had it in for her for some reason, knew she was going to be there at that time, was able to break into the place, which I don't understand why there's no there surveillance cameras, but why not alarms? It seems like you'd have alarms if you go as far as put surveillance cameras. But it's a church, and a lot of people, well, then again, there's a lot of expensive recording equipment because I know when I went to church back in River Oaks, in Porter, Texas, they did have a lot of recording speakers and mixing boards, stuff like that. So they had quite a bit. And if you're a junkie and just want to fix, yeah, it would be nothing just to break in. But they had a security with, you know, sensors and all that stuff. So, yeah, there you go. Murder of Missy Beavers. Hopefully we can solve that. I know my wife was excited when I told her I was going to do that because she said there's not really much on this case and it really needs to be put out there. And there's video of the person kind of like, the Delphi girls, which is being, which is fine. I'm about to, I was about to say something. I don't want somebody to take it out of context, which is fine. But yeah, they're just really shoving up that case down our throat because they have the video. Same thing here. They have video of the person walking through the church. Why can't they put something together? And it's been cold for a while. It's been what happened since 2000. And let me see, where is it at? 2018. And there goes my internet. 16 I think it was but yeah right now when I do recording it's hard because I have to depend on my Wi-Fi I use my phone as a hotspot and right now where I'm at Douglas Georgia signal sucks but anyhow there you go if you like to tell of that case please write in your view anywhere you go I've been told iTunes is the place to be that's where a lot of the big companies you know help sponsorship help listeners I'll continue to do this regardless as of right now it's been free nobody has to pay a dime and i do this a lot of people would have quit already but my wife enjoys me telling the stories like i'm a truck driver i'm not just a truck driving podcaster but i actually am a truck driver and this is one way maybe indirectly i could talk to my wife do stories and then we have something to conversate about so yeah rate and review also my email address has been is truckstopmurder at gmail.com and it's been kind of empty like i said last week if you just send me an email say hello something i'm always up for conversation my facebook group truck stop murder and true crime podcast you also find me on instagram at truck stop murder and on twitter at truck murder but all right then i'll leave you at that let's see if we can find some fellow texans or anybody to figure out who killed missy beavers Y'all have a good one. And like I said, you can't fix stupid, but you can sure numb it with a two by four. I am out of here.
Thank you.